No! 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 What? Because I was married for two fucking years! You're a cunt, Ryan. You cunt. You're a cunt, Ryan. No, sir, I don't like it. No, sir, I don't like it. You're a cunt, Ryan. No, sir, I don't like it. What's up, everyone? It's episode 91 of No, Sir, I Don't Like It. I'm Carmen Morales, your host, and with me, as always, the very funny Brian Bokey. Episode 91. What happened in 1991? The Gulf War? Yeah, that's good. Or was that 92? Because I remember WrestleMania uh, 7. Uh, had a lot of Gulf War stuff. George Bush died. Fuck him. Speaking of, uh, yeah, speaking of 1991, George Bush died. No new taxes, uh, but he's dead. So God bless him. <laughs> God rest his soul. And uh, he can go fuck himself forever in hell for not dealing with AIDS. Okay. Uh, what's happening? Uh, for everybody listening, this is the first time Brian and I have ever done a podcast on the opposite ends of the country. We're trying it. And uh, I'm not going to lie, it is a little weird. Yeah, but- we're spit roasting the country right now with this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you take the West Coast, I'll take the East Coast, we'll fuck it on each end. I think if you if you go by age, I think I think California is the ass or the pussy, and I think the Florida, the East Coast is the mouth. Cause the I'm East- definitely fucking the mouth. That's the, my Yeah, jam. the East Coast has to be the mouth. That's where all the good mouths come from. That's where Not to mention I'm in Florida, all the dick jokes, blah, blah, blah. Like, it has to be. Oh, that's funny. I've never thought about how Florida is shaped like a dick. Never? Never once? Maybe, maybe I'll write some material about that. No, please don't. Please don't. I, I, I've, I can I've do it been when drowning in that joke <laughs> since I've started but I can do it. Uh, I can do it when we're at the Orlando Improv on December 23rd, folks. Uh, <laughs> we're sure. doing the plugs up top baby speaking of plugs uh this podcast is brought to you by brondell brondell hey brondell uh, <laughs> hey brondell get in this house right now brondell i swear to god if you don't get your ass <laughs> brondell i want my five dollars i'm not gonna lie i used our promo code this uh this past weekend and it works so make sure you guys go to brondell.com and uh you buy a bidet you buy a, a shower purifier an air purifier, all of your uh, assorted a shower purifying purifier needs. sounds like an Auschwitz shower. <laughs> it, it, <laughs> it, it, it filters out. out all of the Nazis. The Nazis? <laughs> the where, where am I from? <laughs> <laughs> you sounded like uh, Brad Pitt in uh, that fucking Quentin Tarantino Inglorious Bastards. <laughs> I, I came here to kill Nazis. <laughs> Nazi, <laughs> Nazi is a dice game I used to play. Oh yeah, Nancy's. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost like Nancy's, like I'm bullying someone. Yeah. So I'm bullying the listeners to go to brondell.com and put in the promo code no sir, N-O-S-I-R, and you get twenty percent off your entire purchase. If you use Brondell, you can become a much cleaner person. They clean your ass with a bidet, they clean your air with an air purifier, they clean your water. You you get in that hard, nasty water, then your skin's all nasty. Nobody'll love you if you have nasty skin. So just use promo code no sir, get twenty percent off and become a much cleaner, more pleasant person to be around. And chew some gum, clean up that breath. Uh, I'm in Florida. It's been nice. Uh, I spent uh, Thanksgiving in Boston, and it was lovely to be uh, cold, and that was nice. Uh, I met a bunch of uh, Gary's family. Uh, it was cool. That's they were nice. all very polite. Yeah, none of them were. I mean, he made it sound like they were going to be like monsters, but I guess I think people just think their family is always worse than people's family in general. But then when you meet him, especially because when, when you meet people, they always they put their best uh, best behavior forward. I feel they unless try. you get a few, guess uh, you get a few cocktails in them, you know, thing or see how things really are. You know what I mean? Yeah. Did the, did Boston come out of them at the end of the night? They didn't really drink. 
I mean, they, they some. I mean, they, some of them ha- sounded kind of bossy, but not really. Not like how my buddy Tom sounds. My buddy's got a a real like it's a cartoonish accent, but nobody there really sounded like it. I spent Thanksgiving all the fuck alone, uh, as mm-hmm. I predicted, uh, and then uh, late at night went out on a date with a gal and uh, was debauched. What Thanksgiving date? Yeah, dude. You know, I, I actually. Um, I'm not, I'm not, that th- th- this is nothing. I think I'm not sure what, uh, or definitely I am sure. <laughs> I'm so bad with talking about this kind of stuff, but I did start a relationship on Thanksgiving uh, once before and it was uh, all the signs were there. You know, when you look back and you're starting a relationship, you're like, okay, there was a car fire on the street uh, the night we met. So that should be a sign. You know, uh-huh. if, if there's car fires, that's like a metaphor. If you've ever asked one, Second time we hung out, I got robbed terribly uh, on my way home. How about like house. at gunpoint or? Uh, uh, Try three guns, one pressed uh, and had my face wedged between a curb and a sawed off shotgun. So uh, that was the second, third date was in a cemetery. Uh, so. <laughs> is she a goth girl? What the fuck? No, it was a really nice cemetery. Everybody goes oh, there. Oh, excuse Piedmont, me. Yeah. Piedmont cemetery in Oakland. It's a very nice. It was probably my idea. But so, yeah, it's like, oh, car fire, robbery and cemetery. Hey, uh, the tone has really been set. Why are you surprised? This is so fucking awful. Yeah. Why, why, why are you? Also, why Thanksgiving you? is a heavy day to, to start something serious. Now, I didn't do that. Oh, nobody time. loves you either. Let's go on a date together. <laughs> <laughs> no, this, this Thanksgiving was much more casual and uh, she's, she wasn't American. So Thanksgiving doesn't mean shit. You know what I mean? So that's mm-hmm. why I think. She was available, but it is funny to be like I, I just just so punishingly alone. I was uh, I was invited to John uh, <laughs> White's uh, the previous guest, John White's uh, Thanksgiving, but I just couldn't stand because that, like I said, that's like a catch-all like orphan Thanksgiving. So that's not like a, a dinner where everybody. It's just it's comics who are alone who are just like let's not be alone. So if there's gonna be orphans at a Thanksgiving, you want to be the fucking only one. Is what you're saying? <laughs> no, I'd rather just be in one where it's like, hey, we're all around each other because we're like family or we're, uh, f- you know, f- real friends, not like, hey, well, nobody else will take us. You know, that just sounded miserable. So I think, but I don't think that's necessarily what it is. I think sometimes people just, it's like a friend's giving. And like, since Los Angeles, nobody's family lives out there because uh, they're good, decent people. They live everywhere else in the country. So it's like, I would think, I. Think- I I got to tell you, I thought higher of you than to expect you to ever use the words Friendsgiving. I threw up a little bit when you said that, but I did it off mic out of respect for our listeners. Um, Thank you for doing that. No, I, I'm kidding though. I like, I actually had a great day. Like I walked around downtown LA and it was just me and the homeless people. And that was it. It was like, basically it felt like I was the last living person in like some kind of zombie show. It was really fun. And then I walked The around. only thing you were missing was a shotgun? No, I had a shotgun. I had two shotguns crossed over my back. <laughs> Uh, there was only there. So I, sh- I shot a few homeless guys, uh, but you know, it was Thanksgiving. That's what my people do. Um, <laughs> we kill and take. Uh, so I, uh, I walked around abandoned LA. Nobody was there and that was really fun. And then had a nice date. It was actually a really good day, but it's funnier to spin it as miserable. But I think it was actually my favorite Thanksgiving I've had in a minute because is it because you came at the end of it. <laughs> We don't need to talk about like that. You don't need to listen, listen, have a little goddamn respect. Okay. You know, I can't come from the antidepressants. I tell everybody. You all know goddamn antidepressants. Nobody believes that. You're right. But do you have any? <laughs> Can I buy some? 
I think I need them. <laughs> you know, I was thinking about today is like how sayings, just the tone really changes the saying. Like, you know, when somebody's trying to be optimistic with you, they're always like, you know, they say things like, uh, there's always, there's always tomorrow. I was just thinking about this. There's always tomorrow. But I feel like when I wake up, it's like, uh, fuck, there's always tomorrow. You know, like, it never fucking ends. That, that inflection makes all the difference. It really does. It really, <laughs> it really does. That was my first thought when I got out of bed this morning. Then I was like, all right, I'll play a video game on my phone and try to, you know, pacify myself before I just fucking. I thought, I thought you were trying to not play on your phone when you first wake up. I thought that was like making you feel worse. Well, turns out uh, not drinking and waking up lucid is actually way worse. <laughs> yeah, Realizing I had, uh, the world around you is just way more of a bummer. <laughs> yeah, boy, are those walls closing in. Today, the uh, stock market crashed 800 points, 800 points, which I, when I found that out, I was very happy because I was like, oh, I'm glad everybody else is feeling the same way I am. You know what I mean? Like, it's nice. People with stuff. Yeah, every time I hear like a devastating story, I'm like, oh, thank God. I'm not the only one out here just... <laughs> I'm not alone. I'm not alone like I was on Thanksgiving. <laughs> uh, so, uh, do you have a turkey? <laughs> <laughs> so, what do you uh, eat besides vagina? <laughs> I'm just trying to be as crass as possible. <laughs> you know, you know, I'm a good Catholic boy. I don't like to talk about that kind of stuff on air. <laughs> but that's what makes it fun for me. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go on somebody else's podcast and I'll just say everything, but I like to keep it clean here. You know what I mean? Like I have a, I have a <laughs> that vision. That is not remote. Have you ever listened to an episode of our own fucking podcast? You yes, fucking liar. But I don't reveal things about that. You know what I mean? Like I have, oh, oh, I that's have a, sacred. That's sacred. Pedophilia all day, baby. But because yeah, I don't do that. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's nothing you about it. There's nothing greater on earth. That, there's nothing you no it's not shame it's before thanksgiving you actually would not have talked about pussy that way that's what's really funny that's true, that's true. it's been well, so long i know I had, to give, I had to give thanks <laughs> i forgot about the joys of which the witness can bring this whole time i thought i hated women <laughs> turns out i just needed them more than ever turns out i fucking love them <laughs> all of them did I uh, did I tell you? Uh, uh, I think I've said this on podcast. Well, I don't give a shit because I'm, I'm pretty sure everybody hasn't heard every episode. But one of the creepiest things I've ever heard, my friend was wasted and he was going on some sexist rant, and it was very funny. We were all laughing, and there was only one woman in the room, and she just looks at him and goes, "Why do you hate women?" And he looks at her. He's wasted, and you know when you turn your head, but it kind of flops because you're too drunk. Oh, like, yeah. Kind of, you, <laughs> you overcompensate. So yeah, you can yeah. only go from one side to the other. Yeah, you look like a sassy black lady in slow motion. Like, you just <laughs> yeah. flop your head over. And he goes, I love women. I love the smell and taste of them. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, all right, good night, everybody. This took a turn. <laughs> That's my cue. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta go. <laughs> I love the smell and taste of them. <laughs> did, did he grovel it like that? Was he yeah. doing? A, he was wasted. <laughs> a Waits impression. <laughs> oh yeah, I did itsy bitsy spider. Tom Waits. I've been uh, soliciting uh, people to ask me. I've been soliciting impressions from people and then recording them for them and sending them to just them. So if you listeners want me to set up a scenario and an impression, I'm terrible. By the way, I'm terrible. It's not like a cool thing. It's uh, it's just. It's but it's fun. fun to listen to someone fail. 
Yeah, if you want to, <laughs> yeah, if you want to write in and give me a character in a scenario, I will do the impression. I'll send it to you personally. Because uh, anything to distract me from all my failure. <laughs> Happy holidays, everybody! <laughs> <laughs> Happy Hanukkah. Two days old now. Here's what's been bothering me, and I don't know. I'm going to have to keep, probably bring you up to date on a lot of this, and um, you're probably not totally abreast of this situation. Are you familiar with the Kareem Hunt situation? No, I don't know what that means. Now, there is a video. Now, uh, okay, this basically what I'm what I'm bothered by lately, and this is an example of it, is how feminism is taking precedent over racism, even though racism usually ends in more violence and death, I think. So there's a video of a football player. Now, this is a very sensitive subject, and I'm glad you don't know about it because you won't have any of the trepidation to, <laughs> to get into it. But there's a video of a football player named Kareem Hunt, who's a star, and uh, he's one of the best running backs in the league. And he's in an altercation with a woman in a hotel lobby. And it just came out. The, the altercation happened in February, but the video was just released because the NFL kind of buried it and didn't do anything about it until uh, TMZ leaked the video. And now the headline on the video is Kareem Hunt. By the way, he's a star. He's an all-pro, amazing running back. It says, uh, Kareem Hunt brutalizes woman in horrific video, I think was the, was the title of it. And here's what happened is before you know what she said, you see a video and he pushes – He's in a, he's yelling at this girl. She's yelling back at him. She's, and then he pushes his friend, his friend tries to get in between him. So he pushes his friend and his friend goes flying into her and she hits the ground because she's in like those crazy heels or whatever. Mm, and right. uh, she hits the ground and then they're all holding him back and he's a football player. They're not. So he's kind of participating. He's holding back a little bit because this guy couldn't hold him back. And then he goes over and. Now, this is going to sound weird, but he lightly kicks her, lightly kicks her. He doesn't kick her, and it's not in the head. He doesn't kick her that hard, but he definitely puts his foot on her, you know? And kind of like how you'd kick a dog if you wanted it to get away from you. And now that video is not the Ray Rice video. If you saw the Ray Rice video, did you see that video? Yeah, I'm watching the video right now. Oh, you're watching it. Okay. Yeah. And every, I think a lot of listeners will have already seen it. And here's, here's the thing that came out in the article. The article says that she called him the N-word and several other slurs. Now, here's my thing. If you're going to open those gates, are you still a woman in that scenario? Like, like you know what I'm saying? Like, if you say the N-word as a white woman to a so black you're, man. You're saying, like, should you be, should you, like, are you allowed to instigate someone to the point of you being racist? Uh, all, I th all I'm saying is that I think that if you're going to throw these, ex there's a, you use that word for a specific reason. You wanted to dehuman dehumanize him and you were angry and you wanted to put yourself above him. And now if we really are as serious about racism as it's, as we pretend to be on Twitter, I think even if you're a woman, you deserve to get a, slapped around a little bit. If you're going to do that shit, I really, I'm not for just going around hitting women in any situation, but like it's everybody, everybody's always saying punch a Nazi, punch a Nazi, punch a Nazi. What if that Nazi's a woman? Do you still punch her? You know, I think you do. I really well, do. I think, I think, well, this is my, the, my problem with a lot of these uh, athletes is they don't have broads in their entourage like a lot of rappers do. And that's the purpose is then, then if a bitch starts fucking talking all this shit, then she gets checked by another female. And then this isn't even a thing. Then it isn't 
then it's not a fucking, oh, he hates women or blah, 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 because right. this woman's screaming your, the N-word over and over and over at him. You know what I mean? Because if you have a broad in the entourage, that chick checks that bitch. Like, I've been that broad before, where it's like, right. uh-uh, you don't, you don't do this. I'm so, I don't know who the fuck you think you are, but you don't talk like that. I don't, you know what I mean? Because what, what, do you know what, happened, what caused the altercation to begin with? Yeah, yeah. Well, here's the thing about uh, if I'm going to believe the TMZ article, which is what I mean, basically the initial, well, which article, is a fucking shitty source. But go I, ahead. I understand, but uh, that's where I first read that she said all the slurs to him. Is if I'm going to believe that, then I gotta. I guess I gotta believe the whole article. When and so that was he wanted. I think he wanted her to fuck a, somebody in his entourage, and she didn't want to, so he kicked her out. That's how the whole. So that's nasty. That's gross. But I mean, also, why is she there? It's not like they're friends. You know what I mean? Like it's a it's a tricky situation when you're messing around with millionaires. It gets slimy real quick because it's like she knows why she's there. She's there. But to- then it's like then it's hard for you to defend him though because he's already being shitty. You know what I mean? Like if she's there, if she's there trying to fuck him and he's like, no, you can fuck him though if you want. And she's like, no. And then he kicks her out. Like, I mean, that's kind of a dick move. It is, it is a dick move, but does that justify screaming and calling somebody the N word? You know what I mean? Like he's being gross, but he's not, he didn't initiate the violence. Like that word is a violent. She used that. Here's the thing. I think that a lot of like, this is the issue is that when we talk about like, Women, like they're above all consequences sometimes, I think. I think they're like above consequences. And so if you're going to talk that shit, if you're going to talk that man shit, you're going to talk that dehumanizing way, then like you better be able to fucking back yourself up because that's the only way, like racism is ugly. It it is ugly. And if you're going to confront it, then a few women are going to get popped. And if you saw that video, he didn't, he could have done, he's a football player. He could have done so much more. He was very, very, just because he could do worse doesn't mean he should, or he should have done anything like that. But so she just gets to get, get away with that because she's a woman. It's not that it's just like, you can also, there's a difference between saying things and hitting somebody like you can. Okay. He shouldn't like, of course, everybody should be above. You should be able to, but that's a lot to pressure to put on somebody. Like, cause I, I've never experienced like his experience in the world. I don't know what his experience with racism has been in the world. So I don't know what kind of feelings that fucking brings up. But the other but thing you also is, don't know what kind of, what kind of sexism this broads deal dealt with either. Sure. But here's what I'm saying though, is we wouldn't even be talking about this. He wouldn't be suspended nearly if he, if it was a guy. If they were mm-hmm. in an altercation and the guy called him the N word and he, and he like popped him, mm-hmm. he might, it, it wouldn't be nearly as an emotional of a story. People, he would probably still get it like a two game suspension. He'd probably get a fine, all that stuff, but it wouldn't be nearly as, cause there's all these think pieces being written about how the NFL hasn't, still hasn't dealt with their problems with domestic abuse and all. And it's like, this isn't domestic abuse. This is somebody shouting their mouth. This off. isn't, this isn't domestic abuse, but that sentiment is also not wrong either. Because you, as well as I know, know that the NFL doesn't really give a fuck about you smacking broads around. You know what I mean? It it takes this kind of like sensationalism and stuff like that for them to even address it. You just said they they just buried this. You know what I mean? Right. And like if if the NFL, if the NFL did shit, I don't think people would have to get up as as up in arms about this stuff. I think they buried it because they looked at it and were like, ah, it's not that bad. Because I imagine all the shit that's coming in on their desk is way worse than this. Like when they had Greg Hardy throwing a girl on a, (laughs) I'm sorry, it's not funny at all. But he, he threw his girl girlfriend on a pile of guns and said he'd kill her. 
Yeah. That's, that's fucking psychotic. But, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> that's like the Sopranos, dude. But I, um, listen, first of all, these guys got to know they're on camera all the time and they got to be better than that. But they're also children and 21 year old men. Who, especially 21 year old men who have been groomed to be the most aggressive men on the planet. Like if I was Roger Goodell from the NFL and they're writing all these think pieces, uh, talking about how the NFL has such a problem, I would come out and be like, what the fuck do you want for my employees? Where it's like, we groom these people from fourth grade to their adulthood to be on the field, the most violent people in the world. Yeah, they're warriors. The other thing is, it's like sports soldiers. We yeah, and we push them through school. If they're a star, we push them through school. We give them A's so they don't get an education. They come from an economically uh, most mostly they come from terrible situations. Not all of them, of course. There's a lot of rich kids in the NFL, but most of the stars come from the hood, and they are pushed through schools, pushed through college, and they are groomed to be so aggressive. And then when that is not when that can't be contained to just the field, everybody acts like it's an insane shock. It's like, look, do you want football or not? Because you can't make an omelet without breaking some few eggs. Now, should he be suspended? Yes, he should be suspended. But I don't think people should be so goddamn emotional. And I think if you're a woman and you call a black man the N-word, you get a fist in the face. I think I'm fine with that. I can sleep at night thinking that that's how the world works. It doesn't bother me. Yeah, I don't know why. You're at the broad getting the fist in your face. But I'm saying like regardless of what anybody's like it shouldn't have to go to you're saying words should make you should be like it's okay to react to words with violence and i don't think that's the case i don't think that i think when people say ignorance should do you think that's the first time he's ever heard that i mean you're the one that's talking about his bad upbringing no so why does he have to hit this bitch he doesn't have to no he didn't have to and he shouldn't have done it he should be suspended but i i just think that I, i i really think that because that word that word leads to violence like that like when you say these certain words like like he's probably been told that word while having a cop's foot on his back or somebody he knows he has uh you know what i mean so it's like that word means more than just word. like you can't hurt my feelings because of my standing in society so it's like yeah you can call me whatever you want and it, it doesn't like bring back like it doesn't it doesn't remind me of my role in society or whatever so i don't know i just think that Nobody would have a problem if he punched a guy for call. I mean, Marcus Smart from the Celtics, he was playing, he did it in the stadium. He was playing a basketball game, University of Texas. Fan calls him the N word. He walks up to the fan, punches him. <laughs> he gets suspended, but nobody really cares. Nobody really cares. Like, and they shouldn't. I don't think they should. And so when he, when he was getting drafted by the Celtics, they asked the GM, Danny Age, and said, Hey, how do you feel about Marcus Smart's temperament? He goes, I like his spirit. <laughs> I think that's great. <laughs> Here's the other thing too, is if you're getting paid that much money, you could, you cannot punch people. You can also not punch people too. Like he you're getting paid lot. that much, but for sure. And now he's in trouble for them. Like <laughs> so yeah, yeah. the fact that people are emotional about him is irrelevant. No, but I just wish, I, I guess all I'm saying is that I wish it was more of a, I wish that she was also getting some, she's going to get a settlement, a lot of money. So all she's learned is that she knows that if she finds an athlete or a, mil, a, a rich black person, she can basically walk up to him, call him the N word, get punched and make, I mean, she didn't even get punched, get pushed and then get a settlement. Why and would she need to if she already got paid? I don't know. I have no idea how much money she's going to get. But she's not only that, but you don't think you don't think every other player in the NFL sees this, and they're going to see who that bitch is, and they're they're not. She's not going to be allowed anywhere near an NFL player. Yeah, but there's a there's a. It's like an industry. 
around these people. They're called whores. <laughs> but the that's whore what I'm industry. It is, it, if you've seen, I mean, they, they have a whore section in like at all of these games. Like she's just not going to be allowed in. That, that That's the whole thing is there's a grooming process for that shit too. You don't just get just to come think- in there. I think she should have her feet held to the fire as well. I really do. I think there should be articles written about the problem with this kind of behavior, with these these white whores calling these rich millionaires the N-word. And then I just, I wish, I, maybe I'll write it. Maybe I'll fucking write it. I just think that she should be, she shouldn't be just the victim in this. He made some stupid decisions. He deserves consequences for his actions, but let's not fucking coddle this bitch. You know what I mean? But I'm not coddling her. I, th- I mean, I think she's still a dumb bitch. She's and a she, she doesn't deserve that's what I'm saying. a nickel. And she, and she got, she got, and she got hers. <laughs> she got hers. Like, she didn't though. He held, he barely, she only fell because she was in horseshoes. Like that's the only reason. She was- <laughs> if she was in sneakers, she could have recovered her balance. He, ba- she got, she was pinballed. She was like, like a cue ball hitting her like an eight ball, and then she went down, and then he, and he lightly kicked her. But I mean, it didn't. It's just whenever it's on video, that's the only time we take shit seriously. Well, yeah, because like, then we can the- see how awful it looks. Yeah, but it didn't look that awful to me. I'm not gonna lie, and I've never, I would never, <laughs> I would never do that. Uh, but also, it's just like I don't, I don't know. Every time I see an article about the NFL is not dr- addressing its problem with domestic abuse, it's like, okay, this is the reason why they can't really address it is because they are groomed to be warriors, and that's gonna have some fucking mistakes. Now they should deal with consequences, but like these people don't even watch football. You know it's what I not mean? even just that, but they, they also should be like, they should be encouraged not to be like engaged. I mean, and I look, I get it. I get it. If you're, you come from a poor background, a fucked up background, you're given a bunch of money. You want to be, but you also don't have to do that. Like you don't have to have a gaggle of dumb bitches around. You know what I'm saying? Like you also don't have to, there's plenty of NFL players that don't do that. There's plenty of NFL players that sure, don't hit ladies. There's plenty of fucking NFL players that don't have any of this fucking nonsense that they have to deal with. I, I, I agree. And like, uh, but the, but still the fact that these women exist, they should be taken to task as well. But you can't take them to task because you're being like a misogynist. You know what I mean? Like you can't, as soon as you, as soon as you start criticizing the woman who's on the floor, as soon as you criticize the woman who's on the floor getting kicked, you're a misogynist. <laughs> Do you hear how silly you sound right now? <laughs> the reason why it's so silly is because I there's something in here that I truly believe. I will say this: I was having a conversation with some friends about the NFL, and then uh, <laughs> and I was de- defending, or I was I, I'm not even defending Kareem Hunt. I'm just taking that girl to task. You know what I mean? Sure. But um, and uh, and I'm like, he should be allowed to, you know be back in the NFL. If he makes a mistake again, he should be gone. And then we were talking about this other game where um, a football player's shoe fell off on the field. And mm-hmm. then a guy from the other team picked up his shoe and threw it like really far away. And so the guy ended up having to do a play with just one shoe on. And I was like, he could lose toes. That is insane. They should not let this shit happen. And I'm like losing my mind over a guy throwing a shoe. You think that's insane? You think a guy playing with one shoe is insane? But kicking a fucking broad for her nothing off? Lightly kicking her. She probably didn't even have a red spot from that kick. And she was very white. But you're also, you're also like saying everything that's going to happen for her. And you don't know that either. 
You don't know if she's going to get a big settlement or any of that shit. The you reason, don't know what's going to happen. There's a reason why she didn't press charges against a millionaire dog. It's not because she has a good heart. She got she got some shut up money. She got some shut the fuck up money. She's just going to keep getting fucking kicked by running backs until she has $10 million. <laughs> and then she's going to invest all that money in Botox. Eventually her face is going to explode. Then she's just going to be a skull. It's just going to be a, a skull. I love that a, you're going a, down this rabbit hole, planning her whole entire life out for her. It's going to be a talking skull and stilettos. Well, you also don't know that. That also might have scared the shit out of her, and she may never go around like athletes again. You know what I'm saying? Like, you still don't, you don't know. Like, you're, you're speaking on behalf of her. You have no fucking idea what's going to happen. I'm speaking on behalf of everybody. That's what I do. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> we promote this podcast as ignorant and... <laughs> yeah, I love speaking on people's behalf. I imagine that this will probably not look good in the future for me, uh, taking this stance, but like, I don't care. I just think that we don't, I, I don't know. I think like after being inundated with this punch a Nazi, punch a Nazi, how great was it that Richard Spencer got punched? How great was that that Richard Spencer got punched? And it's like, okay, you, you like that, you like punching that guy because he uses racial epithets, but then when a woman does it, you don't get to hit her. I don't know. I'm, I don't know that you should hit anybody for anything that they say. Like, I mean, I, and I get it. Like I, I want to I like fantasizing about violence for towards people who are racist and shit like that sounds great, but the actual doing of it, I think, I think you should still get charged. If you punch a Nazi, you should still get charged for assault too, because that's the, you're, like as, as, as shitty as it is, people exercising their right of free speech. I like the freedom better. I like the freedom better. It, and then you don't, you don't get to control what happens if you say whatever the fuck you want. And then you have to deal with the consequences afterwards. I agree hundred percent with what you're saying. And I don't even know. Yeah. I, I think I actually, I, I think in my core, I believe what you're saying. My point is that um, the people who are espousing this uh, like call to violence towards racist people right. will not take Kareem Hunt's side in this story. And I think that that is hip- hypocritical and annoying, you know, yeah, cause it's like, for sure you are will that that's kind of my main point of this whole thing. Is that I'm, I'm more speaking on, I'm uh, like how the just, you know, hypocrisy. It's, it's just frustrating. I get it. You're, you're a cheerleader for race until, uh, that race hits, hits a lady. And then it's like, oh, now you don't give a shit about race. Now it's all about women. Yeah. That's just as ignorant. To me, that sounds ignorant as fuck too. That's my, that's, that's my main point. It took me 20 minutes to get to it. Twenty minutes, twenty minutes that of thirty seconds each that could be taken out of context and ruin my life. <laughs> we'll know that if that happens, that, that I'll back you up. <laughs> we'll make a video of us uh, beating up whoever it is saying that about you. <laughs> they're, they're like, yeah, she's only saying that because he hits her. <laughs> <laughs> it's internalized misogyny. Anytime a woman says something yeah, they don't exactly. agree with, it's internalized misogyny. Yeah, as soon as you don't agree with a progressive liberal and you're not a straight white man, you've internalized something. <laughs> <laughs> always, always. It's such a fucking bullshit way to shut somebody down. Oh, that <laughs> internalized racism. That's why you don't agree with me. You're you're, <laughs> you're infected. You have a disease. That's the only possible like- explanation. <laughs> But that's but that's also the response that should be happening to the people who were like, "Yay, punch a Nazi," and then not supporting Kareem the Hunt. Casey running the running the Kareem. Then it's like, "Oh, you have ter- internalized racism." 
you have internalized mm-hmm. racism because you you want that black man to get you want him to be called the n-word because yeah. you're celebrating it you don't you think he should be in trouble for him be, people being racist towards him right yeah i think that's exactly right of course the only nuance you can add to this is the uh myriad of terrible decisions it took to the point to, to get called that <laughs> yeah that's the kind of, that's the big <laughs> we're, hole we're, in my theory <laughs> for sure whereas the guy the the nazi is uh he's a nazi without being kicked you know what i mean <laughs> right 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 yeah 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 yeah. he did he <laughs> the nazi wasn't told to fuck a jew that he didn't want to fuck <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it makes a big difference. It makes a huge difference. All right, I'm wrong. <laughs> Just had to hash these things out. Unfortunately, I have to do it in public because I don't have anybody to talk to. <laughs> well, yeah, because I'm on the other side of the country. We probably would have talked about this before we recorded had I been in Los Angeles. But now everybody gets to find out how it works uh, <laughs> on the podcast. Yeah, this is, these aren't conversations for like all these first dates I'm going on. I think you should have hit her. <laughs> You want an appetizer? I hope you're not telling these friends to listen to the podcast. <laughs> For the love of God, I hope you're not. Why telling do you think them I'm trying to shut down all your nasty, vulgar shit I'm saying about them? <laughs> of course, I try to fucking rope in listeners. That's the only reason I go on dates. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start going on dates and then doing bringer shows. Bringing seven dates to the comedy store main room. <laughs> That's a classic uh, bringer show technique. You go on Tinder and invite a bunch of people to go to your show. Jesus Christ. Oh man. Dude, I worked a um I worked a marketing gig. I needed some extra cash because uh your boy don't get booked in the winter months. Um, <laughs> <laughs> for some fucking reason. I think they think I'm um you know, I'm a bear. I hibernate. <laughs> they're like, oh, he's probably in a cave sleeping. We'll see you back when the snow melts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're more of a summer comic. Which is the slow season for the rest of the country as far as stand-up goes. Yeah, that's, that's it. I never, <laughs> never really put that together. They're like, we like to book you when the good people are busy. <laughs> Maybe do your little suicide dry humping nuisance. He's the outs. slow season slammer. Brian yeah. Vokey, everybody. Yeah. You've seen him in Aspen in July. <laughs> <laughs> I when everybody's this, outside <laughs> bike riding, <laughs> yeah. I'm on. I do a ski resort tour every summer. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I worked a, I worked a, uh, I worked a marketing event. There was some show. I don't know what the fuck it was, but they were doing a pop up restaurant. Super, you know what's funny to me is the the fact that L A loves. I work a lot of what they call experiential marketing. So it's like they, the market, the marketing technique is by creating an experience, right? Sure. And, uh, which is really just a place for you to take a bunch of selfies with different shit behind you. A hundred percent. But the thing is they fucking LA is, this is how retarded. This is, this is exactly why I hate Los Angeles so much is that I've worked a lot of these events and they're mm-hmm. always exclusive. And it's like, what the fuck? is the point of an exclusive marketing campaign. That doesn't make any goddamn sense to me. Don't you want everybody to know about your TV show? Like, it's insane to me. That's like, it's like how they only book like on late night TV shows. Like I saw some guy in the comedy store last night doing this bullshit, like woke ass set. And he Mm -hmm. was running his tonight show. 
set mm-hmm. and like, you know, there's just management in the back. Everybody being like, this is so great. This is so great. It's like, nobody wants this except you guys. You guys are completely ignoring. This is so irrelevant to anybody who doesn't live in Brooklyn, San Francisco or LA. And you're saying fuck you to 300 million fucking people because you guys are so insane and you're so exclusive and you're so fucking elite. It's so goddamn annoying. And so this fucking marketing campaign, it's the, it fucking gets drenched in rain. It's the first time it's raining. It it's outside under the ho- <laughs> it's outside under the Hollywood sign. Right? Oh my God. That's Where- perfect. You should that should have brought you so much joy. Yeah, so this river of mud was coming down from the Hollywood sign into it. <laughs> and they had these U-Haul trucks uh, gussied up to be pop-up restaurants with like famous chefs cooking in the back of these U-Haul containers. And the fucking- That's also so insulting to pe- those chefs, too. You know what I mean? Like you go through uh-huh. culinary school, you got to work as a shit job, you got to do cold prep, you got to work your way up into being a chef. And it's like, here, cook some shit in the back of a van, you in fucking a mud piece pit. of shit. <laughs> Hey, you're cooking in a U-Haul truck in a mud so pit. How's that $100,000 culinary debt treating you? <laughs> so they, they... You work 50 hours a week and for these 10, it's going to be in a U-Haul truck. Dude, it is so fucking funny. All these like... That town uh, is so disrespectful. Go ahead. It's just this giant fucking mud pit and uh, they had the, like, uh, you know, like a star wagon bathroom. Mm-hmm. They have like the trailer back. The, the what, what, like if you've ever, I guess for people who haven't been on a in this stupid retarded town, uh, that like when you're on a set or whatever, they have these really nice bathrooms that are on trailers, but they like have attendants in them and mints and all that shit. Guy handing right. you a towel, but it's in a fucking mud pit, and we ran out of masonite. Uh, we were li- we were lining paths for the kitchen to get to the restaurant with masonite. We ran out of masonite, so they just had to trudge through mud to get to the bathroom, like straight through mud. So there's all these like super fancy boys and like Hollywood whores and heels just trying to walk <laughs> and giant, giant heels getting rain poured on them as they're walking to the fucking bathroom. Walking like baby deer and shit, like with their legs yeah. broken. <laughs> they, don't, they don't even have fucking heaters. They are giving them blankets. It is the funniest fucking thing. And I was like, and everybody was missing. And I'm working in the rain. I'm soaked. I'm soaked and it's fucking cold. And I, but I am so happy. I'm just That's looking around. That's the closest around. any of those people will ever get to being a refugee. <laughs> <laughs> you know how hard it is to be a refugee in stilettos? It's fucking hard. You keep hopping the raft with your shoes. <laughs> It'd be funny if that caravan was just walking there with those fucking stilettos and those stripper <laughs> shoes <laughs> walking through Mexico. <laughs> and guys in skin tight navy blue suits with like light brown shoes on, leather yeah. shoes on, <laughs> their stupid John Ham haircut. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. I hated all of them. I was so happy. Everybody was so fucking miserable. And, and I what, was just, they're, they're, they're marketing a movie? A TV show. They're marketing a TV show. That's the other thing I don't, that doesn't make sense is, you, yeah, you would want everybody, but like Los Angeles gets off on the word exclusive, dude. Like, they get off on it. And yeah. what happens is like, it gets sometimes those, par- th- sometimes those parties get so exclusive that they suck. It's oh, like, open, open this, <laughs> open this up to the public. You guys are a fucking bummer. Well, the public would be like, uh, what is it? Uh, oh, it's a, um, it's a restaurant in the back of a U-Haul in a mud pit. Uh, that's uh, being poured on uh, with rain. They're like, nah, they can have that. 
Naked. <laughs> uh, sounds gross. I'm out. Also, like <laughs> exclusivity is a way to like make a fancy club. Like you want to make a club. Like you're like, oh, nobody gets into this club. Like and everybody's like, oh, I want to get in that. Well, club. yeah, it's to that's entice rich fucking, people to want to go. That's the other thing about. That's not how a television show gets promoted, though. You don't. You can't fucking. You can't use a velvet rope and deny people access to a television show to make them want to see it more. They're like, okay, I'll just watch something else. I don't fucking care. I'm only watching these shows to forget how much I hate my fucking life. I don't really care about your show. It's so yeah. fucking annoying. Oh, God. <laughs> but watching them suffer was, I know this is no story. I don't like it. But boy, did I like that. I really did. <laughs> I didn't like that my shoes were wet. That sucked. Yeah. And then I had to go do like, uh, yeah, I went out and hung out with a gal after that and tried to tell her that story. And she didn't think it was nearly as exciting as I was. <laughs> I was just like, I can't. And she's not, obviously not the one. If she can't get on board, if she can't get on board with the hate. I know. God, I keep all these people I'm hanging out with. It's just like, I am not cut out for normal people at all. <laughs> I went on one You're too recently. far gone, buddy. Yeah. Well, and I've only been dating like punks and weirdos my whole entire life. And then you all yeah. of a sudden you throw and like, I've never been in a place where, um, I can't make like a, like a really fucked up joke. Now it might be like in a PC place, but even PC like punks, like you're still They'll making just eye roll. Yeah. And be like, fuck you, dude. No, you know what you, I mean? but we could, you, you just exchange the offensive stereotype and you change it with rich person. And then you can keep making the same joke you want to make. <laughs> As long as you're just being, so you can still be fucked up. You're just talking about rich people, but so you fucking, uh, yeah. Like, so I'm like out to dinner with these people and they fucking, you know, they're all normal people and they're all like making, they're all present and engaged like fucking psychos. I'm like, are you all on Adderall? How is everybody present right now? Like I've never, I'm like a group. I hang out with comics, dude. Nobody is present ever. You know what I mean? And so you're hanging out with like eight people who are paying attention. It felt like you were in a movie. Cause it's like, you know, when you're watching a movie and everybody has like a quick retort and everybody's talking back and forth and you're like, who the hell is this engaged all the time? You know, I'm always just in la la land all the time. And so are most of the people I know. So I meant like, and, and and they're all like riffing with each other and they're just so unfunny, so painfully unfunny. And most of their riffing is just quoting the office or whatever, you know? Oh yeah. That's and a bummer. I'll, That's a bummer. Cause then it's not riffing. It's a quote off. I know. And then I throw some stuff out there, some original material that may, you know, involve a fucking. Oh, what's that from? <laughs> you forget that? What's that from? Oh, from this, the psycho that's inside yeah. my, uh, my skull. Yeah. <laughs> oh, th that must be from six feet under. Uh, <laughs> yeah no for you it, saying that i kind of want to put you six feet under <laughs> yeah exactly and you just can't call people up for the bullshit and i remember um i was talking to my uh uh to my friend mike the other day about um one time i was i was hanging out uh with a, two friends it was a, a girl and a guy and the um the girl was talking about how much she likes neutral milk hotel and i was like oh i know them I used to work for one of them. They're good friends of mine. I've, I've been, you know, on to many shows with them and all that stuff. And she was like, really? That's so cool. And my friend Ben goes, you really think this is interesting that he knows somebody? This story's fucking boring. And I, <laughs> I laughed so hard. I had tears pouring out of my eyes <laughs> because that's how I am too. And I love when people just say that Larry David level of just saying shit. Yeah. And, but when I do that around these normal people, it just the conversation just stops for like five seconds and then somebody picks it up and they go back to 
You know what I mean? Like nobody yeah. likes it, but I love it. I love, I love that shit so much. He, I mean, he's right. That is a boring, it's like, oh, you met somebody who did something. No, doing something is interesting. Meeting people who do interesting things is not even a fucking story. You know? Yeah, because now you're trying to sound cool uh, through osmosis. Like, oh, I know exactly. someone who did something cool. You, you could so if that's the case, you could say that about it. Yeah, you know, uh, I I knew a guy once that uh, walked on the moon, and um, yeah, yeah, I, <laughs> his I name's Neil. <laughs> oh, you like the moon? Oh, my friend Neil. My friend Neil walked on the moon. Well, he's not really my friend, but I know his name, so. Uh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just, yeah, you think this story is interesting? This is fucking boring. And I was just like, you are right. And that is fucking hilarious. But you can't do that with normal people. I don't know. I fucking burp. You burp? I just burp, you know, fart. I just, I don't. Well, you've been alone a long time. (laughs) (laughs) But I've also just been like that my, my whole life. Like, I have a lot of shame, but it's not about the stuff I should be ashamed of. <laughs> it's always like, what? Well, but then again, you beat yourself up over over everything that you say throughout the day, anyways. So it's like, oh yeah, are you? <laughs> so what are you really ashamed of? Like, what is it? Is it be? You want that freedom to do it, and then you just you're like, oh, well, I'll just beat myself up for it later. Like, no, I'll, I'll give it to me later. Then what is yeah, it? The deep, the deepest shame. The real depths of the shame is that somebody besides might- masturbating that doesn't count. <laughs> I know that's you got that Catholic guilt shit. But that, aside from what, that, what if that was my deepest shame? God, <laughs> how pleasant of a life would I be living where jerking off is my deepest shame? No, 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 no. no the real the trudges trudges of it is trenches of it, excuse me is. Uh, <laughs> That somebody will find out who I really am, you know? (laughs) You know what's fucked up is I have that, a very big fear of that. Yeah. That's why there's there's layers. Like I, it's one of those things, but that's, that's also what scares me and makes me think that that I might have a sociopath tendencies is because that's like, that's like some sociopath shit is like where you've, it's like this fear of that people, like you're going to be found out. And like, and w- once they see underneath, they're never going to love you. <laughs> is that, I thought that was insecure. It's insecurities. That's sociopathic. Well, wow. to, 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 to constantly not be yourself in front of everyone. Yeah. That's oh. like a tendency of theirs. I don't even know if I'm putting on airs. I mean, I guess everybody's putting on airs a little bit, but you know, what's funny is that if I may just pull back the, uh, the curtain. It's funny. I have a piece of information that backs up what you're saying about yourself uh, from your boyfriend. And it's so funny mm-hmm. to me because uh, uh, I was saying something about like, I was like, why is this waitress so nice? Like, what's her angle? We were at a restaurant and I was like, what's this waitress's angle? Because it feels like it was more than a tip that she was working for. Right. And, and Gary goes, that's what it's like dating Carmen, where it's like, I love you. And she's like, what's your angle? <laughs> what are you doing here? And he's like, uh, I love you. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, but what are you trying to get at? And he's like, no, no, I just, I care for you a lot. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But aside from that, what do you got going on in there? <laughs> What's the hustle? What's the hustle? Come on, I love a hustle. Let me in on it. I just want to be in on it. <laughs> <laughs> we can do the con together. You know what I mean? We'll start telling other people we love them and shit. Just tell me what the scam is. <laughs> We can start telling other people we love them. <laughs> 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 That's so fucking funny. 
that is so fucking funny. Fucking like made me laugh so hard I turned into Ricky Gervais. I thought you were saying those were the days. <laughs> uh, remember that one time I laughed? <laughs> those were the days. <laughs> Let's do the gripe of the week. It's the gripe of the week. It's, it's the, the gripe, gripe of, of the week. week. I got to tell you, I'm excited for this gripe of the week because the uh, image has already been supplied to us and it is my favorite gripe of the week uh, image we've gotten so far from uh, <laughs> Bomb Squad 86. Yeah. Yeah. Bomb Squad 86, I believe. Follow him. His illustrations are incredible. Uh, I asked him to draw me uh, getting blasted up my ass really so hard with the bidet that I'm levitating and coming. <laughs> he sent it to me within 24 hours. He drew it. I'm on the bidet and the bidet is blasting me up my ass and I'm coming the word rad. <laughs> that dude is dope. Daniel Campanos. His gripe is people who try to bring other people down just because their life sucks and they're having a shitty day. Oh, like people who put their shitty day on you? That's the only reason I downloaded dating apps. Is it <laughs> like, where am I going to put it's, all this? It's convenient <laughs> that I leave town. You can't dump that shit on me. And now you've got all these fucking broads. Wait, no, that's bullshit. I started this. You know the timeline doesn't add up to your little accusation. I started this shit. I took that dick off the shelf over a month and a half ago. <laughs> Which is how long I've been gone. No, that's not true. That's not true. No. And I don't dump I don't dump the real shit on you. I dump the like comedy shit on you. <laughs> There's a whole nother thing going on in my life right now that you don't even know about. Oh, now you're making it sound like I should know. Way to, way to entice me to want to hear your dump. Oh no, it's not just boring. <laughs> it's really boring. Um no, no, no. I, uh, it is funny though. Cause it's like, oh man, I got a lot of depression building up. It's like, like, it's like when the United States started like getting landfills in other countries where it's like, I need to fucking, I need to find a new fucking landfill to dump this bullshit. I need to diversify this, <laughs> this shit storm. <laughs> got to start delegating it out to these new broads. <laughs> Marty uh, Shalder's gripe of the week is my cl- a client can't make up their mind about the hardware the knobs that he, cause okay, this guy's a, a carpenter and he's building this woman's kitchen and he's saying the client can't make up her mind about the hardware, the, the knobs for her kitchen cabinets. And because it's not completed, I can't get my last payment. So because this chick's going back and forth, or, or back and forth on whether she wants fucking brush nickel or chrome, <laughs> Marty's oh. waiting for his money. <laughs> that's, uh, that's annoying. Yeah. That's really a, a- Gripe? I mean, I guess it is a gripe. I mean, that's fucking terrible. Um, it sucks. <laughs> what he should do is just rip her head off and screw that on the cabinet. <laughs> <laughs> then he won't get paid. The bitch has to be alive for it, Brian. You crazy? Oh, right. well, he, no, because then he could probably get into her bank account by cutting her finger off. And you, he didn't even have to cut it off. He can just put it on the phone and then <laughs> unlock the phone. But what if he uses, yeah, he has to use facial recognition. He cuts her head off and he's like holding the phone under the door. What are you, is this a, she does, he's not a bank vault. This is just a person getting their kitchen redone. Yeah. But I mean, that's how you get with Apple banking. Now all you need is a finger or a face uh, to get into somebody's (laughs) bank account. (laughs) Am I wrong? (laughs) Sure. You can't do that with mine. You got to know my passwords. If I'm dead, you can't get into any of my shit. You don't have uh, your phone. Nope. Doesn't, oh, Mm-mm. wow. 
Mm-mm. I mean, you can you can get into my phone, but you can't get in, get into my bank stuff because all that stuff requires another layer of like you got to have the passwords. Well, with with just one chop of my thumb, you can access all the debt that I have. <laughs> one swift swoop. Anthony Decimito's gripe of the week is Love I'm him. sick of yeah we all do his gripe of the week is I'm sick of dating guys in the closet Jesus well isn't that a little bit like I mean where where are you meeting guys in LA who are in the closet I, I guess I don't even I also know. feel like at this point you should you shouldn't have to be in the closet like unless you are dating somebody in like uh you know like Cedar Falls, Iowa or something like that. Like, cause even in Duluth, you got out kits like, and it's, and it's total chill. You know what I mean? But in the yeah. city of angels, like, well, why do, I mean, you can get married. Like who, why are people still in the closet now? I know it's that. safe. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, uh, maybe it as isn't, long as but... you're not in another country, you're safe here. Yeah, maybe, especially maybe they're just not out with their family. Maybe they're out in LA, but not when they go home for Thanksgiving. Oh. You know, mm-hmm. might be like that. Yeah, that sounds that sounds terrible. Um, I'm sick of uh, yeah, also dating women who are in the closet. <laughs> <laughs> You're dating a closeted lesbian. Yeah, every t- every time I break up with somebody, they're gay now. She won't, like, she won't she won't do penetration she just wants to <laughs> scissor grind on you yeah, they're, they're, it's they're, dry they're, humping only they're trans they're like i don't even want to be a woman anymore i just don't <laughs> i just don't want anything to do with just being a woman anymore <laughs> i'm just gonna you really kind of turned me off to it i mean as much as you hate on us and then like now like with the sex part gross yeah. I'm out. I'm completely out. I'm, out yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to have a dick and be a piece of shit. <laughs> First you tell me you should get beat up by NFL players and now you want to have sex with me. I just can't do it. Well, if you call somebody <laughs> the N word, you open the gates. All right. You open the gates. Sean Carter's gripe of the week is when you specifically is ask for Sean Carter's gripe of the week is when you specifically ask for no onions and you are almost guaranteed to get onions anyway. Onions are a hard like if it's cooked in there, like sometimes like stuff's already got onions in it. Mm, like my nuts. Yeah, like you you got a French onion dip going on down there. But mm-hmm. the but like for instance, like if you get guacamole in at Chipotle, like the onions are already in there. They can't take them out. Yeah, well, that's not what he's saying. No onions in the guac. He's saying no onions like on a burger. And then they always put, listen, man, they're making like $7 an hour. They're high out of their mind. They don't fucking care about you or your burger. I know it's frustrating and it's a valid complaint, but also it just- You could just pull it off your burger though. Put yourself in their shoes for one second. Could you possibly imagine yourself giving a fuck what somebody wants on their sandwich? I can't. can't. (laughs) There's no way in any reality. You're also a monster. I have no problem problem if somebody doesn't, even if I was getting paid shitty money. I mean, I do it. I work for shitty money at the comedy store and I have no problem obliging people for things that they want. It's not that big a deal. I just wish I could. Yeah. Like uh, someday it's going to get to that point where I'm going to end up and comedy's not going to work out. And then I'm going to be working at a fucking fat burger or smash burger and I'm going to be 45. Somebody's going to be like, Hey, I don't, I don't want onions. And I'm going to be like, listen, I can't even invent a reality where I give a shit at all what you want. All right. What, 
<laughs> and then you're going to get fired, and this is going to turn into a downward. You're going to be homeless. Let's just get down to it. What's really going to happen? Is you're going to be homeless. You're going to relive your twenties in dumpsters. I fucking. <laughs> I, I, I was supposed to wear this polo shirt at, at a job a couple a year ago, and they were like, "Why aren't you wearing this shirt?" And I go, "What are you going to do? You going to fire me? This is an entry level job. Like, I'm not wearing the shirt. Okay, it's degrading." And the lady just goes, oh, you, and then hit me on the <laughs> shoulder and walked away. <laughs> That's funny. Um, she I knew. <laughs> she knew you weren't kidding. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, okay. it was- <laughs> she goes, all right, we studied de-escalating in business school. And uh- <laughs> <laughs> we're just going to let him have this one today. Yeah, this is uh, in litigation. We've learned about compromise. And uh, let me throw him this bone uh, so he doesn't snap my neck. Ethan Diamond, his gripe Ooh. of the week is, I know, right? Sounds fancy. Is His gripe of the week is when strangers do, do you extremely generous favors and then refuse money afterwards. Like how much, how much of a good person do you really need to be? <laughs> they are making up for something and let them do it. <laughs> That is, uh, I feel like that a lot of times where, um, it's just never, it's never enough. It's never enough. <laughs> yeah. The, the karma, I'll never be clean, Brian. Yeah. I'll the never karma be hole, clean. Yeah. The karma <laughs> hole is too deep and there's no rope ladder and I can't get the fuck out of this thing. So, <laughs> and I'm trying to make a ladder out of gifts to get out of this fucking <laughs> hole and I fucking can't. Um, <laughs> I keep going up the rings, man. Don't look down. Don't look down. <laughs> And it's still <laughs> Tommy Jonigan. The well just keeps getting deeper and deeper. Tommy Jonigan was on a show at the lab. We were on a show together and uh, this, this guy was texting in the front row and he just blasted him. He's like, stop fucking texting and try to be a fucking person for eight minutes. I don't care if you don't like me, just be a human being. And then uh, he got really silent and he goes, uh, I don't believe in karma is what just happened there, folks. <laughs> 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 What a great way to end that. <laughs> no, because the anger in his face was like, oh, this guy's crazy. Like he's, right. like, he's a very angry person. Um, <laughs> it's a little, it's very uncomfortable. There is no humor in this at all. Uh, <laughs> and then he, he, he said, yeah, I don't believe in karma. And then he did a bit about throwing an iced coffee in a woman's face. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's real. It's real. The anger is real. <laughs> Jason Hellman's gripe of the week is working with a guy who will ask a question during a time in which he knows I am busy, then complain that I'm not getting back to him to other people. And when I do have time, it's like, oh, well, I had something for you, but never mind then. And he's like, hey, uh, we're not dating. You don't need to do this. <laughs> <laughs> Again, that's more of like a, one, a unique problem. Then it is really no. It's, it seems like this guy is still, still doing this over and over and over again. Yeah, there's been a lot of like, uh, there's been a lot of girly guy moments that I've I've been around a lot lately. That is a very girly guy moment. Uh, I dude at the fucking- how so? That's not. That's just annoying. It doesn't. It's not a girly guy. Like th- this is a guy being girly to him. This is a guy being passive aggressive. Yeah, yeah, no. It's but it is girly in the fact that like instead of directing it uh, the, to the guy address uh, uh, directly. He's like addressing it by talking to other people about him in a negative way. Like that's like girls locker room shit. 
you know, where it's like, mm-hmm. I'm going to spoil your reputation instead of dealing with you face to face, which is usually how, you know, a lot of guys deal with stuff. I, I just want to I know we're running late, but I just want to say, I saw the growth. So the nice thing about comedy lately is that I'm finally on shows consistently with people who have careers, you know, are working well. And mm-hmm. uh, there was a show at the improv that was, it was in the main room and it was, it, the curtain was up. It was sparsely attended and the crowd was very weird. They didn't want to laugh at anything. So I won't say any names, but uh, this one comic was on stage and he could tell it was a weird night and his material wasn't going to work. They didn't respond to traditional standup. So he hops on the piano and I, none of us knew he could play the fucking piano and he starts crushing it crushing it and he's sing- making up songs he can sing really well the room finally comes alive and it's really fun to watch and it's actually a comic that i'm not that into uh mm-hmm. and so i gained it like a new level of respect for him so then uh there's another comic waiting to go on after him who is feeling very insecure about what's going on because he knows he doesn't have that extra talent you know he knows all he does is stand up so he's feeling insecure about what's working in that room. So you know what he says? I'm sitting at a table with the booker of the improv, this comedian, and two other comedians. And he looks at the booker and he goes, on a scale of one to 10, how drunk is he right now? And she's like, what? And he goes, you know, he's got a real bad drinking problem. It's like out of control. He's like, oh, <gasps> no yeah. way. Yeah, he goes, That's I, so shitty. I know. And he goes, I've talked to two. Or th- he goes, I think we should have an in- intervention. For him, because I've talked to like two or three people. They both think it's a good idea. He goes, what if we booked a, a show where we tell him he's headlining here, but then he comes out here and it's just his friends and family. I was like, you motherfucker, because you don't, this isn't who you, if you actually cared, you don't talk to the person who's giving him work about this. They're not friends. That's not somebody who's concerned about him on a friends and family level. You fucking psycho. You feel insecure that you know you can't follow him tonight. So you're slandering his name because you're a monster. And I never get to see I never, I've never really been intimate with the, the egos of the professionals. You know, I've seen the egos of the people on their way up or whatever, but I've never seen how they kind of get at each other on the professional level. I, that was my first, I had to walk away. I was so mad. I like had to do a lap around the block because I was like, that was the most disgusting shit I've ever seen. And that's exactly what people are always talking about, about comics being fucking monsters. It made me so Oh, because he didn't want to jazz it up. And that's the other thing, too, is like you could have easily you could have easily gone on stage and been like, I don't know how to play piano. So you guys are fucked. Like, I mean, just owning the fact that you're not going to do it, that like people do that all the time. Like that just happened to me. I I just did a show in Tampa and the guy that goes up that was I was doing a set. This guy that goes up after me, he does like one liners. He's low energy. Like, it's not like it's not good for him to, like it's not going to be the same you're not it's very very different it's not he's not any like i'm not shooting on him by any stretch of the imagination we're just very different and i'm very high energy i talk fast the whole nine and then he goes up after me and he's just going to be like yeah we're going to slow it way down because i am not that and i don't talk like that and like right. and he just made it a fun tr- like he transitioned because he wasn't a pussy about it you know what i mean you know what this comic did he went on stage and goes Stand-up isn't, you don't use a fucking piano in stand-up. I'm going to be talking to you and telling you jokes because that's what stand-up is. And it was just so defensive and aggressive. It just didn't work. And then he bought Yeah, thanks for telling everybody you, you're you scared of, you're scared of, uh-huh. you're, you're, you're scared, period. It was embarrassing. Oh my God. That is embarrassing. All that really is, is somebody who's willing to perform for people even though there's not a sold out fucking crowd. That's all that is. But also that you, you, I mean, the, the talent in the, in the playing and the singing was next level. It was like, he could easily just be a singer and a piano mm-hmm. player. Like it was like, 
It wasn't but like. But even it, if you weren't, dude, even if you weren't, even if you just yeah. went in, because I've done shit like that when well, it's Jeremiah when Watkins been did like, that. Jeremiah Watkins performed his ass off uh, and went way off script and had a great set. Because that's like, I've done that before when I'm performing for like three or four people. I'll be like, gather around. Let's do this like camp, you campground style. And, you know, and you change things up and you make it personal in mm-hmm. it. You're not a little bitch about it. Oh, that makes me so mad. It oh, me, it makes me so mad. It made me very mad. I, I honestly had to take a walk. Um, gripe of the week from Tony Reckenwald, um, who is responsible for all of our uh, rad as hell um, grape of the week imagery. Mm-hmm. Um, so make sure you guys follow him at bomb squad 86 on the Instagram, uh, and follow him on Facebook. It's Tony Reckonwald dash artist. His grape of the week is how much more money are we going to keep dumping into research to get pandas to mate? They don't want to hump and the scientists have gone as far as creating panda porn or for other pandas to get them in the mood. Plus countless of dollars, Flying different pandas around the world to see if others will make made options to inspire panda libido. If the pandas want to exclaim, that's all folks, and go into the void of extinction, I think we should just let them. And we could spend the money saved to go to Brondell Bidets for all citizens. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it! That's the grape of the week right there. That's gotta be grape of the week. <laughs> yeah, he gets his own name on his own image. Uh-huh. <laughs> I had no idea this panda fucking thing was still going on. Cause like that goes back to the nineties. You hear people doing bits. Like, Do you know. care if pandas fuck? I don't. But uh, yeah, if, if I, I wonder why they're not horny though. I wonder, I am interested. Maybe I mean, they're on antidepressants too. <laughs> yeah. There's Paxil. Maybe there's like Paxil in the water and then that's coming into Maybe the bamboo. Maybe there's Paxil shoots. in the bamboo. Yeah. yeah. It's like the bamboo shoots are sucking up Paxil water. I think we just figured out how antidepressants are made. They grind up bamboo. <laughs> yeah, that's what's going on. The pandas don't want to fuck. Maybe they or yeah, maybe they're just the smartest animal on earth. And they're like, you know what? We don't want to subject more people to this bullshit. Uh, yeah, maybe they just Plus, like, like maybe they're racist. Maybe they hate the Chinese, but they can't get out of there. You know, they can't get out of China. And they're like, fuck this. I'm so but sick that's of the not Chinese. Because they're even at zoos and shit all over the world. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> they probably don't hate the Chinese. Then. <laughs> like, fuck, dude. I can't. I can't get. I fucking hate these Chinese people, and I just. I can't fly a plane. I can't drive a car. I can't even ride a bike. I can't get out of this fucking hellhole. I'm just not gonna fuck. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. I'm the last generation. No more. And then they're like, <laughs> the idea of panda porn is still really silly to me. Yeah, it's very silly. I'm gonna Google it too. Of course you are. <laughs> what the fuck? I mean, do they use American perspective? I mean, not American, a human perspective on that, where it's like maybe a panda. You mean like POV panda porn? Like it looks like. <laughs> yeah, like are they making like a, yeah, so like a panda spitting on a panda cock and like choking on it and shit? And the panda's like, this isn't what I like. Is it two people in panda outfits actually making porn? <laughs> They're like, I don't like it when there's another guy there. It's just not how pandas do it. Uh, we we're not into the, the spit roast. Uh, that's just not who we are. It's just pulling out and coming on the panel. Like, no, yeah. no, we need that. We need yeah, that. Yeah. yeah, that's another thing. They watch the por- Oh, that's how you do it. And he's just coming on her tits. And they're like, oh, no. Oh, that was his last load. And then his balls just shrivel up like the Wicked Witch of the West's feet. Just suck that up. <laughs> it's so horrible. 
<laughs> I think Tony Reckon will get crowned a week. <laughs> Just because of how much fun we had with it. Yeah, sounds good to me. Thank you guys so much for listening. I appreciate you. We appreciate it. Um, and thanks for- All I'm saying um, is, oh, you know what we should say up top though is please tell your friends about this podcast. We're trying to grow it. If you're enjoying it, don't keep that a fucking secret. Tell other people, make them listen and they will, if they're your actual friends and you guys have anything in common, they'll enjoy it too. And then they can tell their friends and then we can stop catering in mud pits in uh, under the Hollywood sign. Brian can stop catering in mud pits. <laughs> uh, she has to let you know that she's not working a regular job. She could have just gone with the weed, but that's that comic insecurity. I'm a fucking professional. I don't know what you're doing with your little mud pit catering, but that's not Carmen. Carmen is a fucking <laughs> professional. Okay. I'm working. I heard at- that. Has Brian been drinking a lot? I heard he's been drinking a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Next time he has his show at the improv, we should all go there and have an intervention. <laughs> the, only, the only difference between those two things is I would be bombing really bad and they would be like, that makes sense. <laughs> Even like, cause they always have like a liaison, like a person that's running the intervention. Be like, Oh, we should have done this a long time ago. He's yeah. doing 10 minutes on suicide. <laughs> And I'm, like, and I'm like, I don't even drink that much. And they're like, no, 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 no. This isn't an intervention for drinking. This is an intervention for you doing comedy. You, uh, <laughs> you need to fucking stop. Uh, or you're going to, somebody's going to kill you. <laughs> you're going to get yawned to death. <laughs> anyway, folks. But yeah, please tell listening. it, tell it, tell everybody about us. I know, uh, I know we're pretty racy. And if there's any, uh, PC people out there that, that just really like, we're our, your escape from the Twitter war that's happening right now. Uh, tell other cool people, listen to us in a bunker, but just tell other people <laughs> that you think would be cool. And if they get mad at us, they get mad at us. You know what I mean? And then you could be like, Oh, I don't know. The episode I listened to wasn't like that. And then, you know, we can get hate that way. Yeah, but then or, either way, people are listening to us, whether they love us or they hate us. And um, so, but thank you for listening. We appreciate you, every single one of you that listens. And uh, make write us if you want to, nosirpod at gmail.com. Go to nosirpod.com for all of your nosirpod needs. Follow us on all the assorted no social media at nosirpod, at the funny Carmen, at Brian J. Vokey. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you. I'm going to go coax a whore and call me the N-word and punch her in the face. (laughs) Bye. Bye. (laughs) No, sir, I don't like it. 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 I don't want your life. No, sir, I don't like it. I don't want your life. No, sir, I don't like it. I don't want your life. No, sir, I don't like it. I don't want your life. No, sir, I don't like it. I don't want your life. No, sir, I don't like it. I don't want your life.